You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem Hashem 2020. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Kiseitse, and in our Parsha we have the Pasuk Zohar. It's an obligation to remember as Hashem Hashem Lekechel Miriam, that which Hashem did to Miriam as the Jewish people were leaving Egypt. This is an obligation Moshe Rabbeinu is reminding us of what happened 40 years before, almost, when Miriam had spoken negatively of Moshe Rabbeinu. And we have an obligation to remember, to be careful. Right? We're allowed to, we're allowed, it's, it's interesting, we're speaking about something negative that she did, and yet we're allowed to speak about something negative in order to learn what not to do. Miriam Hanavia spoke negatively about her brother Moshe Rabbeinu, about Moses. We are obligated to remember that and remember the results of that, which was that she was afflicted with saras. She had leprosy for seven days. As a result of that, the Jewish people waited for seven days in order to continue traveling. Kevin Shiram Moshe says the Medrash an amazing thing, an important thing. And it's important to understand this. It's important to take to heart the message, the lesson, which is certainly pertinent to the times that we're in now. Now it's El. We're, we're heading towards Rosh Hashanah, heading towards Yom Kippur, a time where we're going to ask Hashem to forgive us for the things that we've done wrong throughout the year. When we look back in the Parshas where this story occurred, so when we look at it, we see that Moshe saw what had happened to his sister. So he was praying. He was, he was calling out, he was yelling. He was yelling and praying on her, on her behalf with all of his heart and all of his soul. The verse says over there, God, please, cure her, please. So what is the idea? And it's interesting that the measures brings us, because the verse in our parasha just speaks about the fact that we're to remember what happened to, Mo- to Miriam. But clearly the measures is saying that it's not enough to remember what happened to Miriam. We need to also look at the whole context of the story. This is a reminder of the story. We need to understand what happened there. We need to look at Moshe Rabbeinu's reaction to what happened to Miriam. His prayer on her behalf. And, and there's so much to learn from it. Rabbanan Amri. Our sages say, Moshe Rabbeinu said something very interesting. He said, You already made me, Hashem, you already made me and gave me the abilities to cure people. So if you are going to cure my sister of her tzaras, of her leprosy, good. And if not, I'm going to cure her. Very interesting statement. And then Mephoshim explained that because he said a double language, he said, Kel na rafa na la. God, please, cure her, please. So this double language is saying, please cure her. And if you don't, so then please, maybe help me to cure her, please, I will cure her. According to one of the other explanations in the Mephoshim, he said, Ana kel na rafa na la. Ana in Aramaic is ana, means I. I would like to cure her. If you're not going to cure her, very interesting. What is the idea? Hashem, if Hashem doesn't cure her, Moshe Rabbeinu is going to cure her. What is the idea behind that? says, what is this like? It's like the student, a person who's apprenticed to a doctor, a person who's in his internship, and 
he has a sister or he has a friend who became sick. It's a certain affliction. He comes to the, the master who's teaching him, to whom he's apprenticed, and he says, He says, You, my teacher, have already taught me everything there is to know about curing people. If you cure her, all the better. But if, if you don't, so then I'll do it. Moshe Rabbeinu said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you taught me all of the order of how a person goes about removing leprous uh, afflictions as a result of, we're talking about leprosy, spiritual leprosy, the tzaras, the result of pridefulness or result of speaking Lashon Hara. Same idea. If you, if you cure her, great. If not, I'll do it. Again, we need to understand what is the idea. What is the idea that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying to Hashem, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. How, did, how is Moshe Rabbeinu going to be able to do something that Kiryach Hashem perhaps refuses to do or is not able to do? What is the idea here? What is the Medrash teaching us? Difficult to understand. Medrash says a second point, which is also very interesting. The Medrash says another aspect of this prayer of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was praying on the behalf of Miriam. You know, when I pray on someone else's behalf, but I've never had that problem, it's a different kind of prayer. Says the Medrash, A person who was very powerful, strong person, who had, he was, he was chained, and he was able, with great difficulty, to break out of the chains. A few days later, he saw a friend of his, or perhaps somebody else that he knew, who was also chained with those same chains, with the same difficult chains. He started to yell. People said to him, what are you yelling about? He said, he said don't you know? I know exactly what that person is going through. So here, it's not, uh, he's not helping... In this mushroom, interestingly, he's not helping to break out of the chains. But rather he's saying, I understand the pain of Miriam because I've also had this kind of pain. I've also gone through this type of affliction. In the same way, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Pasuk says, we saw at the beginning of the Medrash, that Moshe Rabbeinu screamed, called out. Vayitzak Moshe, the Pasuk says. Moshe called out, he yelled. Shem said to Moshe, what are you yelling about? I know the pain. I know the pain that she has. The Medrash tells us Moshe Rabbeinu also had this affliction when, back when HaKadosh Baruch Hu was trying to convince him to go and save the Jewish people, bring them out of Egypt. Moshe said, what if they don't believe me? They're not going to believe me. He took out his hand. He had spoken Lashon Hara about Klai Yisrael. He put his hand into, into the, his jacket. He pulled it out. His hand had saras. He had leprosy. And he knew what it felt like. He knew that feeling of rejection. That feeling of, because the who's upset at me because I've spoken, I spoke wrongly. Now, said the Medrash, indeed, he, he prayed for her. Not only did he pray for her, he, he yelled for her. He yelled. Why? Because he knew what it meant. He understood what she was going through. And as a result of that, 
repay us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as a result of the prayer of Moshe Rabbeinu, as a result of this powerful prayer, Moshe was able to to convince God, as it were. Hashem cured her. The verse tells us that they, they didn't leave until she had become cured. So the Medrash ends up by bringing us back to our Pasuk, which says, remember, that's why the Pasuk enjoins us, remember what happened to, to Miriam Anavia as a result of her speaking Lashon Hara. This Medrash is extremely powerful. What's, what's the focus of the Medrash? What is the focus, not just remember what happened to Miriam, which is how it ends off, which is what our Pasuk in our Parsha talks about, but it's but the Medrash brings all the things that happened with Moshe Rabbeinu. An amazing thing. And of course, Moshe Rabbeinu is Miriam's brother. Moshe Rabbeinu is also the one, however, who is affected by Miriam's Lashon Hara. How many times are we, has someone spoken negatively about us? How many times has someone wronged us? How many times... And, and then, amazing thing, we, Moshe Rabbeinu is wronged, and he sees HaKadosh Baruch Hu is upset at her. She deserves what she got. That's what Moshe could have easily said, but that's not what Moshe did. It's an amazing thing. It's such a, it's such an incredible limud, such a difficult limud, such a difficult thing to understand and to relate to because we're human beings. But Moshe Rabbeinu is our teacher, and we have an obligation. The our Chazal tell us a person is obligated to say, When will I be able to emulate and become like? Those who were before me. The Torah tells us this medrash. The medrash tells us this thing. The Torah tells us this story because we have an obligation to learn from it. Moshe Rabbeinu was wronged. Miriam was wrong. Hakadosh Baruch Hu punished her for it. Moshe didn't take it personally. Moshe, he looked and he. First of all, amazing thing. It's, it's just so. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. He was willing to forgive her. Not only to forgive her, he was willing to pray on her behalf. To pray on her behalf completely. I want to say I want to say a pshat here, and I also want to bring you to Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, which speaks about the idea of not being makpid, not being makpid, giving it up. But before we get to that Gemara, I want to say that perhaps the pshat in the first part of the Medrash, Moshe Rabbeinu was so strange. He's saying to Hashem, "If you don't want to forgive her, I'm, if you don't want to cure her, I'm sorry, I'm going to cure her." How does Moshe have the the guts? How does Meshur Rabbeinu have the guts to say that? But I think it's, it's Pasha. I think it's very simple. It's very clear that Meshur Rabbeinu is the one who was wronged. Meshur Rabbeinu is the one who was wronged. And if Meshur Rabbeinu can forgive Miriam for the thing that she's done wrong, then Miriam is clean. Miriam doesn't... The Avera is against another person. You know, it's interesting. Every, every single time we, we do an Avera, Ben Adon Lachavere. So... We know that there's a concept that Yom Kippur is Machaper, that Yom Kippur, if we do Tshuva, so Yom Kippur, according to some opinions, even if we don't do Tshuva, Yom Kippur is Machaper, it atones for our sins. You will live through the day of Yom Kippur, the tenth day of Tishrei, we're in Shul, we're praying, we're asking for forgiveness, you live through that day, Hashem cleans us off. Hashem cleans us off of our Averis. But it doesn't work for a mitzvah, bin Adam l'chaveroi. If we've sinned against our fellow man, if we've done something wrong against somebody else, we, have, we, we can't get forgiveness from HaKadosh Baruch because we have to get forgiveness from that person. So, in every mitzvah, there's also been Adam Mawakam. 
Right? If I do an aver, if I sin against my fellow man, the Torah says I'm not allowed to cause another person anguish. I'm not allowed to to steal from somebody else. So many so many mitzvahs being under the chaver, so many prohibitions, so many obligations. Have I truly fulfilled my obligation of loving my fellow like myself? Giving enough tzedakah. So many things. So we can ask Hashem, we have to ask Hashem for forgiveness for the things that we've done wrong. But we also have to ask the person themselves. And now this message, I believe, is saying the opposite side of it, which is someone has wronged me. It's easy for me to get stuck on it and not give it up. It's easy for me to say, how many people have taken my music, have stolen the music, haven't paid for it, enjoying it hundreds of times. You know, it's easy for me to be offended. Someone gives me a call and says, hey, I have, your, I, I have all of your music on my, on my MP3 player. I didn't pay for it. I have all your music. C- could I get the PDF of the cover? Can I have a copy of the cover? Did you pay for it? Uh, did you buy it? Uh, you know, it's easy to be mukpit and say, hey, I've been wronged. I've been wronged. People are enjoying my hard work. They're not paying for it. It's easy to make that mistake. The Gemara talks about the fact that if I cause somebody else to, to be to, to be judged, you know, they've done wrong. It could be that I could get punished if someone is judged because of me. Oh, they did something wrong to me. What's the idea? There's an obligation to be maver amidoisov. There's a mitzvah, perhaps we could say. It's not clear. There's an obligation on a person to contemplate, at least to contemplate. I can't go into Yom Kippur asking Hashem to forgive me if I can't forgive those who have wronged me. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, and we'll see it inside. A person who is able to forgive others, it's hard. That person really wronged me. Can I give it up? Can I forgive them? If I can forgive them, Hashem is going to forgive me. And I believe that that's what the Pshan in this Medrash is. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I forgive her. If, if you're not willing to forgive her, at least know that I forgive her. Because I can cure her. How can I cure her? By giving up on the part which is how I was wronged. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, you're standing up for my honor in a certain sense. I'm my cover. I give it up. I, I'm praying on her behalf. And it's awesome. I mean... Think about it. We get upset at our siblings. We get upset. They've done something upsetting to us. They've done something which we feel was not fair. Those who are close to each other can easily step on each other's toes. Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't doesn't do that. Yitzhak Moshe Hashem. What does he do? I know what it's like. I know what it's like. I've done that too. I made that same mistake. And this is the awesome second part of the Medrash. So beautiful. So powerful. The person who's wronged us. How many times have I done the same thing to somebody else? How many times have I wronged somebody in the same way? How many times did I speak? I'm upset he spoke Lashon Hara about me. How many times did I speak about Lashon Hara about the next guy? Moshe says, I remember. I spoke Lashon Hara about Klai Yisrael. I was Mitzayra. I was a Mitzayra. My hand was Mitzayra's Kasheleg. I got leprosy on my hand because I spoke negatively. I remember what that's like. Vayitzak. 
There's two parts of this. One is being able to forgive somebody else because I understand what they're going through. And another thing is being able to pray on the behalf of... I mean, this is so awesome. This is so deep. I'm going to pray, Mishra Rabbeinu says. I'm going to pray on her behalf. Hashem, forgive her. She wronged me. Forgive her, Hashem. Forgive her, forgive her, Hashem. Hashem, forgive all the people who have wronged me, who have taken my music and not paid for it. Forgive all those people. I know Parnas is in your hands. How many times have I done something, perhaps without intending it, perhaps intentionally, how many times have I done something to wrong somebody else? Maybe monetarily, maybe not giving a person a smile, ignoring somebody, not being sensitive enough to somebody, not answering my phone, not answering my emails. How many times have I done things that hurt somebody else? And if I could do that, can I... Can I pray on behalf of somebody else that's wronged me? Hashem, forgive them. Hashem, forgive them. Hashem, forgive them. That's what I think is the Pshanis measure. I think it's, it's so powerful. But you know, coming back now to Kalam Avriyami Dais, the Gemara says an amazing thing. And you may have heard this from me before, but the Gemara Rosh Hashanah Whoever gives it up, you give up your midas, your character traits. Say, hey, I was wronged. We are programmed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that if someone wrongs us, we want to get them back. Or at least, not going to be so nice to them anymore. You know, it's, it's so, it's ingrained in us. It's our nature. Call a of, but if you pass over your nature, if you don't hold it, you don't hold it against them. It's hard. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Amazing. HaKadosh Baruch will forgive you for all of your sins. If you can give up somebody else's sins to you, Hashem will give up. Hashem will not look at your sins. Mida keneged mida. You deserve it. You don't really deserve it. You've done things wrong. You've sinned against Hashem. But if you can give up what someone else has done to you, Hashem says, I'm going to give up what you've done to me. Pasuk says, Hashem passes over the sins. He passes over the sins. Double Lashon. It says it twice. To whom does Hashem pass over the sins? Somebody, why does it say it twice? Because it's saying, if you pass over the sins of other people, Hashem says, I will pass over your sins. The Gemara says an awesome story. Rav Huna, brother of Yeshua, Cholash. Rav Huna, the son of Yeshua, was sick. He was so sick he was on his deathbed. All Rav Papa Lishulebe. Rav Papa came to visit and see how he was doing. Chazi the Chalish He saw, oh my gosh, Rav Hunabredevishu is about to die. Or he was, or maybe he thought he had died. So Rav Papa said, bring out the death shrouds. He's died. The Sefit Pach. What happened? Rav Hunabredevishu came back. Miraculously, he came back to life. He had, it seemed like he had died, and he was okay. Rapapa was extremely embarrassed. He had said, bring out the death shrouds. He was embarrassed. So they said to, to Rav Hunam Reh Yeshua, because he had had a near-death experience, and he had gone out to Shemaim. They said to him, what did you see when you were there? Amr so he said to them, In Achihava, Rav Papa was right. I was supposed to die. I should have died. But Hashem was there at my judgment. 
Hashem said to the tribunal, do not, do not bring him, he's not going up to Shemaim yet, it's not his time to go yet. Because Rav Yeshua is somebody who doesn't get upset. He doesn't allow the wrongs of others that were done to him to affect him. He forgives them. He's Mavra Amidaisov. He's not Mukim Emila. He doesn't, he doesn't demand what he deserves. He deserves, what do you mean? This person wronged me. I deserve. I'm allowed to get them back. I'm allowed to be upset at them. Shunemar Noise Avain Va'aver Al Pasha. Hashem says, to whom? Hashem himself spoke at this court case. Rav Huna Rav, 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 he said, to whom do I, who am I makbid on? And who do I give it up on? I give up. I let go of the wrongs of this person because he lets go of the wrongs of others. Amazing thing. Awesome thing. That's a Gemara. It's a true story. Real near-death experience in the Gemara. And I think that is the pshat. In Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe was the Anamikal Adam. He spoke face to face with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he knew better than anyone. That any wrongs that happened to me, it's not them. This is Sarma HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm meant, to, I'm meant to, to have this bad feeling. It's not this person. The person is just a stick. And the hey, I'm barking at the stick. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing it. For whatever reasons, I don't know why Hashem is doing it. Perhaps it's to get me to understand that it's Him. But if I can give it up, if I can let it go, Hashem lets it go. And how do we do this? One of the ways, as we said, is to remember that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, remember the things that we have done wrong, I'm sorry. Remember the things that we have done wrong. We've done this exact same thing perhaps, or we've done similar things to others. We know what it feels like. Zohar Sasha Asa Remember, not just what was done to Miriam, but remember how Moshe Rabbeinu, her brother, responded. Can we act that way? Can we move beyond it as we are in Elul? We have a new, a renewed opportunity, a new opportunity to renew our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to, to fall in love. And love is blind. Love is blind. I don't notice the things that are imperfect about the one who I love. When I'm in a state of love, I, I just see the good. Because we want him to see our good. We want him to just be in love with us. We want to be in love with him. Can we, indeed, be I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us indeed to think about, to think about, consider the possibility of giving up Letting go of those things that others may have done to us throughout this year. Financial things, whatever it is, the things that happen in the course of normal human interactions, and even the big things that aren't so common. Hashem should help us that we should be able to be give it up. Not just give it up, but Hashem should help us to pray for, on their behalf. Ervium Kippur, Tfila Zaka. To be able to say, Hashem, forgive this person. Don't hold it against them. I don't want to be the cause of someone else's downfall. I don't want to be part of that. Even if it was incidental, so to speak. I don't want to be part of it. It's their fault. I don't want to think about it. I'm Avram Hashem, 
I want to give it up. Hashem should help us to be able to say that. And in that way, Hashem should help us that we should be, our relationship with Hashem should be one where He also doesn't look at the negative that we've done, but instead only sees the positive. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.